Welcome back to the Weird Woke Podcast. I'm your host, Demetrius. And off top, I just want to say, if you could like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel at Weird Woke Podcast. Also on Facebook, Apple, and Spotify. Hope everybody doing good today, man. I just wanted to get a podcast in. And um, man, today is Thursday. We are on location and it, we got a crazy night here. A lot of elimination games possible in the NBA. We got the NFL draft going on. Good, a nice week. We got some um, goddamn boxing going on. We got a whole lot of shit going on. And I just want to talk about it. I, I got caught up with a couple of episodes on TV shows I've been behind on. I want to discuss that. So, um, yeah, let's just get right into it. Uh, I want to start it off with the, the quote of the day. And the quote of the day is, you don't get results by focusing on results. You get results by focusing on the actions that produce results. So, yeah, man, I mean, that's self-explanatory. Like, I know, like, with me, like, working out right now, and I just started, I'm trying to get back in there going three times a week. I get to working out. You start seeing a little bit of results, and it's like, damn, okay. Shit's starting to go along the way that you wanted to, but... It's certain things I got to cut out my diet. Uh, I mean, I don't have a diet, but it's certain things out, out of my eating habits I need to cut out in order to get the better results. So I just got to take action in doing that. So I'm definitely going to do that because when it gets to summertime, like I, I say this every year, like motherfuckers going to have a shirt off, gold chain with the shirt off or a Cuban link with the shirt off. So the only way I can make that happen is start focusing on making sure I'm hitting the gym as much as possible and um, eating a lot healthier because, I mean, it, it's hard to eat healthy, especially when it gets to the summertime. But, um, yeah, let's get into some sports, man. A lot of sports going on this week. Over the weekend, we had some boxing that went down. A lot of um, unexpected things happened in the NBA with the playoffs as far as my predictions go. But uh, I, I'll start with, um, let me see, I'll start with boxing. And um, over the week, Tyson Fury defended his titles against Dylan White. Dylan White has been calling for a mandatory match for about five, six years now. And he finally got the ass whooping that he's been begging for. Um, this fight went six rounds. I, I would say it's a solid matchup. Tyson's just Tyson Fury just way bigger than everybody in the division. He's like six seven. He got a lot of weight on him. And he's quick on his feet, and he got the quick jab and all that. But he, what he did was he caught Dylan White sleeping at the end of the round. In round six, it was probably like 12 seconds left. And he caught him with a mean uppercut. And when he hit him with the uppercut, he was stunned. So pretty Tyson fucked around, just pushed him. Like, no shit pushed him. And he um, hit the ground. He couldn't recover. He got up. Well, he tried to recover. He got up and was wobbling all over the place. Now, after the match... He 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 was. I mean, they hugged it out and everything. Like they good, they good friends. I, I take it because they both from the same place. But um, after that, he went on Twitter or something. Like uh, I would, I want to say like a day later, and he said that he wants a rematch because he feels that he wasn't out. He wasn't completely out. What made him feel like he had a concussion was because Tyson Fury pushed him over. And when he did that, he hit his head. But if you go back and if you actually saw the fight, you would know that his head didn't even hit first. It was his back. Like, he just got knocked the fuck out. The push probably did do a little extra to him. But I didn't see him winning that fight. Out those six rounds, I, I want to say they had him, Dylan White, winning maybe the first two. And, and that was because Tyson was just filling him out. He wasn't throwing many punches. You know, like the first two rounds, usually just a filling out, um, filling out rounds with those first couple of rounds. So... Tyson usually gives those up. He did the same thing with um, goddamn Wilder and all three, their little trilogy fight. But yeah, um, after the fight, Francis Naganyu from the UFC, the UFC champ, heavyweight champ, him and Tyson Fury agreed to a, a, hybrid, a hybrid boxing match in which that is, it's going to be in a boxing ring, but they're going to wear MMA gloves. So I want to say they said that's going to go down somewhere later in the summer. So we're looking at July, August. Francis got a lot of power, but I think that he's just going to be too slow for Tyson. But then with it being MMA gloves, the gloves are going to be smaller. So Francis could fuck around and knock his head off, knock, him, knock his block off. Since he has some lighter gloves, he just got to 
find a way to touch him. So look forward to that. This would be one. I mean, this would be a first time I've seen a match like that. It's a one of kind, one of a kind match. Probably gonna bring in a lot of uh, money. So I look forward to checking that fight out. As far as boxing, just to stay on topic, the boxing match for this weekend is a a real good one. We have Oscar Valdez and Shakur Stevenson. If anybody knows those guys, Shakur Stevenson's uh, how old is he? he I want to say he's like twenty something. And Oscar probably, he is a little bit closer to 30. But let me see. Oscar Valdez is 30 and 0 with 23 knockouts. Shakur Stevenson is 17 and 0 with 9 knockouts. Now, Oscar, I mean, no, not Oscar. I haven't really seen many of Oscar fights, but I want to say this last fight, they, they said that it was pretty much a toss up, like he could have lost that fight. But as far as Shakur Stevenson, I've never, as. I want to say I've seen probably like five or six of his last matches, his most recent matches. And one thing is that he's great on defense. He's I want to say he's up under Mayweather, but he 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 does a good job of counterpunching. He does a good job of playing great defense. Like it's hard for most people to even touch him. Like he hasn't had a, a fight where somebody has landed over seventy five or hundred punches. That says a lot for a twelve round match. So. Oscar said he's going for the knockout. You know how boxers talk, but this is going to be a great matchup of the undefeateds. Also on that car is um, Muhammad Ali's grandson, Nico Ali. And um, he, he's been fighting a couple of people. He's been fighting. His turnaround fights have been quite fast. I think they're just building them up based off the name, off his grandfather's name. So that's another fight on the card. The rest of the card, I... It's really a bunch of people I've never heard of, so I won't get into it. But um, that fight is going to be on Design this Design um, Saturday night. So look forward to that fight. I'll definitely be tuning in. That it's always good to see a, a matchup of undefeated up and coming fighters. That's yeah, that's going to throw down. So definitely looking into that. What else we got? Um, let's get into some basketball. As far as the playoffs, I just want to go over. The standings at the moment, then I just want to touch bases on a few a few teams that I'm surprising as far as like that's been put out or on a on the on the verge of getting put out. So let's start with the East. With the East, Phoenix is up 3-2 against the Pelicans. They are in game six tonight. Dallas and Utah. Dallas is up 3-2. They play tonight as well. Golden State put out Denver last night. They they won that series four to one, and then um, Memphis and Minnesota is three to two. They play tomorrow night. So as far as those couple of matches right now, Phoenix um, Pelicans have been able to get back in there, get back into the matchup due to Devin Booker being out. Well, Devin Booker is back tonight. He I want to say they said he had a pull hamstring. But he's back activated tonight, so definitely look forward to seeing that. Phoenix might go, might um, put him out tonight, but it is in New Orleans, so they've been playing pretty hard at in, in home. So we'll see how that go. As far as Dallas and Utah, that's been a back and forth one as well. But um, yeah, Dallas they looking to put Utah tonight in Utah, so we'll see how that go. Golden State and Denver. Golden State just—they're just a better team. They got an overall better team. Um, Jogic is should be the MVP this year, but um, he did this like it was even—it was um, a big salute to him for even making the playoffs with this team. A lot of his starters been out: Jamal Murray, um, Porter Jr., and a couple other key role players that haven't even played this year. So he he had a little tough outing, but like I said, Golden State looking back to normal. They just got Looney back. I haven't heard if they got Wiseman back. They haven't got Wiseman back, but he should be on his way back. Not sure if he's going to play in the playoffs, but it's possible if um, Golden State can make it to the finals or whatever. But um, Curry's back to himself. He's averaging 30 a night. Curry, um, not Curry, um, Thompson is back to averaging his 20, and Wiggins has stepped up, and Jordan Poole. So these dudes got shooters, and they got um, Draymond Green doing his part on defense, and um, sharing the ball with everybody. So salute to Golden State for moving to the next round. Uh, what else we got? Memphis and – uh, not Memphis and Tennessee. They don't, 
Memphis and Minnesota has been back and forth. The other night for um, game five, Ja definitely got the dunk of the, the year. He came right down the middle and jumped over Michael Be Was it Michael Beasley? I can't. I don't know if it's Michael Beasley. I'm thinking somebody else. It was Beasley on, on Minnesota. Came right over, put his nuts on the man's head, and, yeah, dunked all over that boy, man. And he hit the, the game winner with a driving layup because Ant-Man decided to try to play. I don't know what type of defense he was playing, but he blew right past him. He got a, a tough layup, but it was the game winner. So Minnesota is looking to um, bounce back at home versus um, Memphis, and that's tomorrow night. So I definitely look forward to that one. Let's move over to the East. Uh, the East, damn, damn, it's, they just waiting for one team right now. Well, they just waiting for this last series. Um, Miami put out Atlanta 4-1. to They didn't have Jimmy Butler this last game. Jimmy's averaging like 20, 20, no, 25, 30 points as well. But Miami's been solid. They've been a num they're the number one seed in the playoffs on the East, on the east side. Um, they did a good job of containing Trey Young. They... He had some horrible fucking games this year. And I want to say game four. No. Was that game five? Was it game five? Game five, yeah. The last game they just played, they held him to 12 points on three for 12 shooting. I ate just a horrible night. I, he had 12 points. And they only lost by three, surprisingly, due to Hunter stepping up. Um, Hunter ended up fouling out close to the end of the game, close to the end of the fourth. And um, Trey just ain't show up at all, pretty much. Like I said, those 12 points didn't do shit. If he would have made two or three more shots, they had the game. But they completely took him out of the game. They played great defense on him. Um, Milwaukee and Chicago, I felt that this would be a good series. But Chicago just had way too many injuries. Levine, has um, he was playing hurt. He got re-injured. He wasn't able to play. And um, I want to say he tested positive for COVID. Or, yeah, he had to go into protocol. So he wasn't able to even suit up this last game in a elimination game. Milwaukee had just been down. Let me get back to the Bulls. The Bulls, they didn't have Lonzo Ball. They didn't have Caruso and Levine. So, I mean, that's three starters right there that you were short on. So Milwaukee, they just now getting their players back. They're without Middleton, a big score, but... Um, Grayson Allen has stepped up. Drew Holiday has stepped up. Bobby Portis off the bench. Well, I think he's starting now. Everybody stepped up. And um, Greek Freak being Greek Freak. The only thing, I, like Milwaukee won the series 4-1, but I will say as far as Milwaukee, the only thing that annoys me about Greek Freak and what is starting to piss me off about him is that he gets away with so many charges. I know how the NBA is with their superstars, especially if you win the um, MVP before – you um just want you coming off the championship. They they hold you to a, a higher standard, but they give you a lot of love. But this charging shit that he's doing that he's just bulldozing to the rim. They not calling like I'm talking about elbow to the face, elbow right to the middle of the chest. That shit hurt, man. Motherfucker, you need to slow down. You need to they need to start calling charge or something. Like they haven't they have not called charge. I don't recall him calling calling charge at all. This series for this guy. But um this next matchup, I'll, I'll get into that in a second. Um, he's gonna, he's, I don't think he's going to be able to get away with that. But uh, let me see. Boston and Brooklyn. That was the one that, that caught me off guard. I couldn't believe that, damn, Brooklyn got swept. But in a way, no, I, I didn't think they were going to get swept. I actually thought they was going to win this series or either, shit, take it, at least a game seven. But the problem here was Boston being Boston. They got a great coach they played great defense Tatum stepped up he he took a the major role by guarding KD for majority of all these games these four games um sacrificing his offense but even with him sacrificing offense he even played even harder on offense and outscored KD and Kyrie like the whole fucking series um Jalen and um Tatum just they just showed out Robert Williams came back just on time for as far as defense. Um, Marcus Smart stepped up. He played a major role in this, being the defensive player of the year. And overall, they just did a better job on them. Ball, out, of, out of all this, 
you would think that with them getting swept that they got dominated, but in reality, they just didn't play defense. And they didn't lose not all, all five games. No, all four games were within reach for at least three of the games, but all of them were – none of them were double-digit losses. I want to say they lost by one, four – one, three, four, and five. So, if KD or Kyrie could have just hit at least shit, just a couple more shots, they just had piss poor shooting nights. And um, if Ben, even if Ben would have end up playing, because they were saying he's healthy, but in a way he's saying that he's not healthy, is this mental health issues he's having. But yeah, man, Boston just they did their thing. I was disappointed with Brooklyn. I think that was the biggest upset to me for them to just get swept. They're the only team in the playoffs to get swept this year. But um you can't hold you can't hold that against them. Um like I said, Boston did a hell of a job. And this next matchup, um, oh, so the last matchup with the East right now that they're currently waiting for is Philly and Toronto. And they're actually playing right now. I'm trying to peep that in, peep that game out, so about to see what they talking about, see if Philly can pull it off tonight. If not, if Toronto wins tonight, it's 3-3 going back to Philly. So Philly might want to win this one tonight. But anyways, the winner of Philly and Toronto plays Miami. And uh, Milwaukee and Boston, they play on Sunday. So that's game one on Sunday. I think that's going to be the best series in the East. Uh, the winner of that, to me, will um, be the representative of the East in the NBA Finals. So... Yeah, man, it's just been some great basketball. I look forward to these next rounds, these elimination games tonight. I'm going to check out all all of those tonight. So, yeah, man, crazy fucking playoffs. Um, what else I want to talk about? Also, like I was saying, let's, let's get into the NFL talk. Titans, I just want to speak on the Titans. I don't want to really – when it gets to draft, they don't really look to see what other teams drafting. I, I know the Jags. I want, I want to say the Jaguar, AFC South – Jaguars in our division, the Colts, and um, goddamn Houston Texans. Just teams I don't believe that we have to worry about. The Colts picked up Matt Ryan at quarterback. He has a better offensive line, but I just feel like Matt Ryan is going to be Matt Ryan, so I'm not worried about them. The only thing is uh, the Colts' defense got better. Um, what else? The Jags, they just trash. I won't even speak on them. The Texans, they're pretty much in rebuild mode at this trading Deshaun Watson. So as far as the Titans, where we should go for draft night tonight. Tonight is um the first night of draft night, followed by tomorrow and um yeah, these next three days. We have we don't have a number two pick, but we have a number one pick. We have the twenty-sixth pick. And um with the twenty-sixth pick, I'm thinking that we either Go for an offensive lineman because we all we need help on the O line. Taylor Lewan gets hurt every goddamn other game. We had Stafford, but I think we released him or he got traded somewhere. So we need help on the offensive line to hold it together. So King Henry could do his thing this year, continue his uh monstrous running, um running that he does. So see if the, he's the Russian king. Nobody can stop him. Um, so, like I said, I think we should go for O-line and just get a little bit more muscle up there to hold the line together. And we need that help for Matt, um, not Matt, Ryan Tannehill, because for some reason this guy, like, he, he does good at certain games, but we use play action a lot. And off them edges, like like I said, the left tackle or right tackle, off them edges, them boys be coming right off the edge. If they, they send a blitz, nobody's, I mean, he pretty much getting laid the fuck out. And, um, yeah, he just needs help up there. But also, so if we get an O-lineman, I'm thinking O-lineman, with that third pick, I'm hoping, or if even if for the first pick, I'd be okay with that. If we were to draft another wide receiver, we recently picked up Robert, Robert Woods from the Rams. We picked up Austin Hooper from the Cleveland Browns, the tight end. And we're looking at, hopefully, we can sign A.J. back this year. He's looking for a bigger deal, this being his um, last year in his rookie contract. But um, yeah, if we can if we can draft another wide receiver because this this um draft pool is this year like they loaded with receivers and a lot of young defensive dudes. So if we get a wide receiver, I think that our best best option is to um, use more shotgun. I don't I don't recall us using. 
as much shotgun as we should. But if we got a, a few more receivers, it'll open up the field for um, Tannehill, and that open up bigger run lanes for the um, for the for my boy Derrick Henry. So I'm thinking that we our our main priorities for the draft this year is O line and wide receivers. Seems like I say that every goddamn year, but um, yeah, draft night is tonight. I will I'll talk about the draft pick. On the next episode, I'll, I'll pretty much I'll just talk about our draft results and um, see how I feel about it. Let y'all know what my grade is on the team um, for the picks that we made. Um, that's all I got for sports, man. Like I said, it's a, a big week boxing. UFC UFC fight night is this week. I, I don't know if I'm gonna check that one out. It's, it was a few fights on there. I'll, I'll see what what they talk about. I'll probably say um. The uh, results on the next uh, podcast, but let's get into a little bit of news. The only thing that I've really seen in the news this week was um, the Eli Musk guy. This motherfucker just bought Twitter, and he bought Twitter for forty four billion, which is a lot to everybody else in the world. But to him, that really ain't shit because I want to say his net worth is two hundred fifty, two hundred fifty billion. So. Twitter is one of those big social medias, and um, I'm not sure what his plan is with it. I really didn't look into it to see what it's about, but um, yeah, Eli Musk bought forty four bought Twitter for forty four billion. That's crazy, man. Just to know that one man can have that much damn money to himself is just unbelievable to me at times. Knowing that I I won't never I I won't say never, but. Hell, shit, being honest, I'll never see a 44 fucking billion in my life unless it's on TV or some shit. But as far as my pockets, I don't think I see that much. But I do have goals to be a millionaire one day, maybe a billionaire. But 44, goddamn, man. Salute to him for even buying Twitter. So, yeah, whatever. Um, Let's get into some music, man. A few CDs dropped over, not this weekend, but last weekend, a couple of CDs. I'll start with uh, Pusha T. He, he um, had an album drop called It's Almost Dry. It had 12 tracks on there. I would give that a 10 out of 10, man. I, I know it might sound like I'm biased, but I mean, Pusha ain't never disappointed me as far as when it comes to his solo albums. Even with the even with clips, like he they, they made solid albums together. But after the, the group broke up, I really wasn't checking for Pusha, but these last few um, tapes he did, man, been straight fire. And um, just to speak on that, just a few songs on there that I, I fucked with was um, the first song on there. It's called Bramble- Brambleton. That was a banger. Uh, Neck and Wrist, I had to fuck with that song because the goat on there, Jay-Z, uh, for real on the I think, yeah, for real got the hook on there. So both of them songs bangers. And then the last one was Dreaming on the Past. And that's um with Kanye. So those three tracks on there, straight fire. Definitely highly recommend. Check out that Pusha T album. It's almost dry. Brambleton, uh, Neck and Wrist, Dreaming on the Past. And the other tape I wanted to speak on was Vince Staples. This is another, this is a rapper like I don't really like check for it because it's like he's always, he flies under the radar. He's not one of those rappers that, you hear about every day, like Lil Baby or um, Drake. Like, you know, like all the top rappers. This one knows rappers you don't really hear about much. But these last couple of tapes I heard from him has been fire. And um, what is his tape called? His tape is called Ramona Park Broke My Heart. Ramona Park Broke My Heart. And um, I think he had like 13, 14 songs on there. I probably didn't fuck with maybe... Two or three songs on there, possibly. It just was my type of type of track, I'm, I guess. But um, yeah, a few songs out there that I was fucking with was um, it's called A. It's called Free My Homies. A Free My Homies. That that's probably my favorite song on there. He got a song called DJ Quick. Who uh beat is that? The the sample he used on there is Escape. That uh, Who Can I Run To song. Was that who can I yeah who can I run to? That was the um, the sample he used on there. So that shit is fire. And um, slide was another one. I think that's 
that's going to be his main track that everybody going to really fuck with is um, Slide. So, yeah, if y'all ain't checked out Vince Staples, check that one out. Ramona Park, Broke My Heart. Them three tracks I just told y'all about, A, Free My Homies, DJ Quick, and um, Slide. That, that's all I really had for music. Like I said, I'll probably, every week, you know, I try to give y'all at least two, three different artists that I'm listening to or just random songs that I'll currently start fucking with. Because once I hear a song bomb, I usually check out the album and just give a review on that. But um, yeah, check out that Pusha T and that um, Vince T- Staples um, new album. Let's get into movie. So for the movie, it was just a a, a movie pitch I had because um, so I listen to a lot of podcasts. Being a a podcaster now, um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and one of them I listen to is Club Shay Shay. Shout out to um, Shannon Sharp. That's um Club Shay Shay, and um he had DC Young Fly on there, and they were just chopping it up about a lot of shit, and um. One thing that he mentioned was that, for one, like, everybody know, like, DC Young Fly voice is kind of like Chris Tucker. Like, the first time I heard DC Young Fly, I was like, damn, this nigga trying to sound like Chris Tucker. But no, this is really his voice and shit. And, like, I mean, he's a comedian. He's, like, he he's a comedian, so he a, a funny dude. But what he was saying was that um, when he spoke to Chris Tucker... Chris Tucker told him, like, this is the first time him coming out saying this. He said that Chris Tucker told him that if DC Young Flock can play his son, he will do another fraud day. So when I heard that, I'm like, oh, shit, that's tight. Because if y'all don't know, Chris Tucker stopped doing the movies back in the day because, like, he turned his life over to God, over to Christ. And um, he said he didn't want to do movies cussing and stuff no more. So, I mean, respect for that. Like, you don't want to be cussing and smoking weed and shit on this on there that's cool but um everybody's been waiting for i mean it's been next friday and friday at the next but everybody's been waiting for a current friday because it's been like hell over it seemed maybe over 10 years now and um yeah the so pretty much the pitch i had for that movie was i was just thinking about like damn how could they throw dc young fly into a friday movie because like i said he already sound like him and if he's gonna be his son it's a few places they can go with that. So my pitch for the movie is that it's certain things that have happened over the years. Like, you know, everybody get older and stuff like that. But um, so just off top, um, in real life, Debo has passed, Pops, um, John Witherspoon has passed, and um, Ezell on the movie has passed. So that's three, that's three key, like three major people from the whole Friday production that passed away. So the way I was seeing it was that maybe for this situation, Chris Tucker, I won't say that he can, they said that he's still in rehab, but maybe he'd been living his life somewhere else. Um, let's say, let's say he'd been living in Atlanta since they, since he's from Atlanta, he's been living in Atlanta. He goes to visit Cowley because um, he heard that um, pops died. So he go to link up with Craig go check on him or whatever. And while he down there, he found it. Like I said, he find out that the pops died. Then on top of that, he zilled and passed away in the hood. Debo passed away in the hood. So I, I could see like that happening. The, um, Smokey going back to the hood, just checking on Ice Cube, see how he holding up and everything. But then at some point in the movie, they would bring up, hey man, like he, he find out like, some little young nigga going around here saying that he your son or whatever. You smoky son. And boom, DC Young Fly coming to the movie. Now, maybe um Smokey showing him around the hood, showing him like all type of shit they went through. And um one thing that a twist that they could throw in there is um Baby Joker. He is one of the dudes um that's uh Day Day and uh Craig got into it. Oh, damn it. Roach passed away, too. So maybe they could have Mike Epps in here as Day Day still. But um, anyways, some, somehow you can throw him into the mix on like, oh, shit. Well, since Debo ain't here, you got to throw the curveball that uh, Baby Joker just got out of jail, maybe. Something like that. Baby Joker got out of jail. And um, yeah, they just trying to keep Baby Joker off their ass. Maybe um, Smokey and... Goddamn DC Young Fly, they try to they go on a mission to like 
take down Baby Joker, try to get some bread up out of him. It's, it's something. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty much my pit my pitch. I'm I know I'm all over the place, but just throw in like the the three main people, three four people that actually passed in real life. Throw that in there. Have Smokey link up and finally meet his son. And um, just some some comedy, man. It, it's so many people that's been a part of Friday production. Hell, you could throw them in there and just have them play like small parts. And um, I'm I'm pretty sure Cube can get that together. So um, I know Cube will never hear this, but um. Yeah, hopefully they get this Friday going, man. I think it'd be dope to see uh, a Friday in the 2022, you know, or hell, maybe these next couple of years they um put it together. So that's something I look forward to. Uh, DC Young Fly has been in a couple movies, so yeah, this this would be a, even a big break for him to um being be a part of the Friday franchise as it winds down. Um. Enough for the movie. I wanted to talk about the TV show that I've been watching. That was um, Snowfall. And I finally finished the season finale. I just finished it, like, uh, I want to say Tuesday. Tuesday morning on my lunch. I watched this shit at my, on my lunch break. I was thirsty to see what was going to happen. But um, so pretty much for this season, I really stayed away from it because, you know, like, so, how social media talked. Oh, man. John Singleton passed away, so the production ain't the same, like, all, something off. And to me, honestly, I felt like it was a little bit off. I don't even think it was off. It was just it was just a little slow start. Like, you can't expect too much from every goddamn episode. It's not going to be like that on no sh- I mean, it's some shows that don't miss at all, but it's going to be some slow points on the show. But pretty much for this season, um, if you watch, if you've been following along with Snowfall in season four... Uh, damn, Franklin Pops pretty much told the CIA or whatever, he snitched and said he was trying to get his family up out of there, out of the little situation from the little, from what they doing or whatever. And um, he went away for a while. And at the end of that season, season four, Teddy popped up on him. And um, they pretty much, as he leaves it, you can tell he pretty much killed his dad, killed uh, Franklin's dad. So... Damn, Franklin has been, he been moving his, moving his shit, and his uncle and his, her and his wife decided that, you know what, I'm tired of being up, it's really the wife, but I'm tired of being up under you, we we ready, we tired of being up under you, we want our own shit, so they, they've been doing their own thing for a minute, and business been good for both of them, but um, Franklin pretty much like, damn, I need y'all back because most of y'all people is really my people. So we could all be making money together. You can get a bigger cut or whatever, but they ain't been feeling it. So anyways, a few things that happened was, like I said, Teddy um, killed the pops. He, he's he been gone for a while. Like He's been all over the place, but he finally shows back up. So now when he shows up, he um, him and Franklin have a talk and he said, hey, just he just trying to find out, like, did you kill my pops? And he lied right to his face and said he didn't kill him. So everybody else in Franklin Click is saying, like, man, this motherfucker just showed back up. We ain't heard from your dad. This motherfucker killed him. Franklin don't want to believe it. So um, this a, a lot of things happen. Like um, Scully, they had some issues, but they end up fucking with each other on some cool shit. Um, I don't want to get too many details, but just the the main breakdown was his mama, Franklin mama come back in town. Now the mama went down there with the dad, like they was supposed to be down there. He had, she had the location where they were staying at and shit. And when she showed up, like it was just some awkward shit that you can tell like, Hey, he ain't here. Like what the fuck happened? So she come back in town and surprised Franklin right when her brother and um, Franklin's uncle, I can't think of his name, I'm sorry, but um, him and Franklin into it, they, they, well, they're not necessarily beefing, but they can't, they can't agree on shit, so the mom come back and she like, yeah, um, I ain't been able to reach my husband, shit, he asked um, Franklin, like, I don't, the mom is telling Franklin, like, oh, I think he killed your dad. And you don't believe it or whatever. You ain't got no proof of it. So Franklin not trying to hear that shit. So the mama, being a mama, she she take it out, take it at in her to her own hands, and hire um an undercover agent with like a CIA or something 
to like pretty much, hey, I want to find, I know that this dude, Teddy, did it. I can give you all the information. Um, he works with the government. You can bust him, but just leave my son out of it. But I want you to kill that motherfucker, Teddy. So in this situation, like I said, you got the CIA that the mama hired to um, do some shit. He, um, like I said, he shows up, he's fucking with people. He's trying to find out some information. He got a couple of key people under, um, that he, um, snuck up on and pretty much kidnapped to try to get some information out of. And he got some information out of the guy, uh, Gusto. Is that his name? Gusto or some shit like that. It was, um, Franklin's first plug and he knows Teddy. Like they all know each other and shit. So he pretty much told about the whole Teddy situation and um yeah just to try to keep Franklin out the way of it but um Franklin's starting to believe like oh shit this motherfucker probably did kill my dad and it's, it's just so much I, I know I'm missing a lot of stuff but what it pretty much comes down to is that um Franklin finally then put two and two together like you know what this motherfucker did kill my dad and um with um the uncle and his aunt Franklin's aunt like I said, they they want their own shit, so they do the number one thing that you shouldn't do when dealing with, with, with in the line of business that they they got going on, and sh- pretty much they went behind his back and got to cut cut a deal with Teddy, which is the plug, and um yeah they cut a deal with him behind his back, and he got like he was pissed off, so once he found out about it, he said, you know what. We done. I'm not fucking with y'all. I'm walking away from this shit. And once that happened, like I said, Teddy and Franklin not getting along. Because he's like, hey, man, if you're going to be dealing with work with them, I'm not fucking with you no more. But I, I won't say he forgot, but he's it's, it's some shit that's in his possession, in Teddy's possession, that he can he can get a hold of. And um, it what that was was $73 million of Franklin money. So... After he cut, after Teddy got cut off by Franklin, uh, Teddy wiped his whole account. All his accounts took all his money, $73 million. So now at this point, he's like, you know what? Now I know it's some shit. Like, if you didn't stole all my money, you, you didn't went behind my back and start fucking with my, my uncle and my auntie. Also on that, this season, they get married. They they pretty much, um, yeah, they get married just to um, set some shit up. But, um... Yeah, man, he got him out of seventy three million. So now Franklin and Teddy is into it for this season. It's like you know what? When I see you, I'm look. It's this what it is now. Like I gotta kill you. you if you're not gonna get my seventy three million back, I gotta make you suffer. I'm gonna get my bread back. So last time I know I'm all over the place. I, I could have gave a better um, breakdown on this. I'm just sh- short on time at the moment. But pretty much Franklin going into this next season, the mama. And Franklin are on the same, they're on the same page. Now he's like, you know what? I want Teddy did, you want Teddy did. We about to make some shit happen. And um, if y'all don't know, I think I said on the last episode, uh, the last podcast, this is season five. Next season, season six is the season, the last season. So I expect a lot of shit to happen. Also, like with my boy Oso, he was working with um Teddy and Franklin. He didn't want to snitch on Teddy. Because Oso has been working close with um, Teddy at the moment. Like these last couple of episodes, he's working close with him. And um, he didn't want to snitch. So Teddy set him up as well and um, got all his bread. So it's, it's a whole lot of shit that's going to come together. Um, I look this. I look forward to see how this season going to turn out. I hope it's a great season. Like I said, five was, it was legit. I think the rest of them have been better. But this one was still good. It's set up for um, season six to be one of the best seasons. So. Yeah, I said it's a lot of shit going on. I know I'm all over the place. If you, I'm pretty sure. Like once I started the the TV show part, it, it's a spoiler alert. Obviously, um, if you're still listening to this part, that's that's on you. So yeah, if y'all ain't watched season um season five of Snowfall, please check that out. Like I said, it's been dope. Is it it definitely won't disappoint you at all. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was. The TV show Lakers, uh, Lakers winning time on H was it HBO Max? Yeah, on HBO Max, and it, it's been it's been pretty good. I won't get into the details on that because I haven't watched the last couple episodes, so I'm really out of the loop. I can't re- recall what was going on, but in the news, um, 
So on there, Jerry West is the owner. And well, he is a player first, and I think he he becomes one of the owners on there. But he's pretty much saying that, hey, you know what? I'm gonna sue y'all ass because I don't like my character. Magic Magic Johnson, they they got him all over the place on there too, just how he was dealing with certain women and all that type of shit, and what type of person he was. A lot of the characters on there, uh, Abdul Jabbar, Magic, Jerry Buss, um, Jerry West, just a lot of them have like spoke out about it, but mainly Jerry West, he's not feeling it. Like They got him fucking with all type of women on there, um, acting like an asshole, making him seem like he's a racist and all that, but he he's, he's not standing for that shit. I want to say he said that they got a couple of months. Y'all got a couple of months to apologize or I'm I'm taking y'all ass to court or some shit. So I I just wanted to mention that like, yeah, you I, obviously you can't believe everything that's going on on there because like I said, a couple of people coming out saying, you know what, that ain't what the fuck I did. So y'all going to stop lying on me. And like I said, Jerry West is one of them. So if y'all haven't checked out Lakers winning time, I need to catch up on. I'm on like episode four. I think they're on like eight or nine now. But it's on HBO Max. Make sure y'all check that out, especially for the Lakers fans. It's definitely something to watch. After our Lakers got beat the fuck up this year and got put out, uh, didn't even make the playoffs. But I don't, I don't even want to get into that. Um, the all the all last thing I want to speak on as far as TV shows is the shy. The shy is in season five, going into season five, and I just wanted to say that they do have a um, release date on when it's going to be starting back. And that date is June 24th. So I want to also say I think that the Shy is in their season finale as well. So this would be the last season possibly. But it, it, I'm going to say there's something to watch. It's, it was definitely dope. I wish they could have kept like some of the main characters in there. But a lot of shit happened. So, um, yeah, if you looking, if you if you fuck with the Shy. Be looking forward to watch that season five, June 24th. If you haven't caught up, if you're not in season five or if you're not have if you have not finished season four, go check that out before June get here because it'd be here way right before you know it, you know. So, yeah, that's all I have for TV shows. Um, let me get into my based on a true story segment. And this was just something. I I want to I want to know like what y'all think about this situation like was I in the right or was I in the wrong for this situation that happened over the weekend and um so I got an older I got an older cousin uh, that he um when I go home to see the family when I drive down or whatever I always he always end up right he's riding on a bike down the street or some shit and uh cuz is riding down the street so let let me take you back to what happened I, I'm leaving what I'm doing I'm leaving the house. And it's raining outside. Now, anybody, I'm pretty sure nobody wants to stand around in the rain. Like, when it's raining outside, I'm trying to get in my damn car and get the fuck on. So, anyways, I'm uh, picture this. I'm walking out that, I'm, I'm walking out my OG crib, and I, it's starting to rain. So, I'm trying to hurry up and get to the car. I see him riding down the street on a bike, and I notice that he's not on a bike this time. It's an actual damn scooter. One of those scooters that you got to have your knee propped up in. And it's, I can see his foot is fat as fuck because, like, it's a big-ass cast I'm seeing. So I'm like, oh, shit. He must have got hurt or whatever. So, of course, he pull up. Yo, what up, cuz? Like, you get to talking to me and shit. Mind you, keep in mind, it's fucking raining. It, it just started raining. So I said, it's, it's fucking raining. Who, I'm not about to stand out here. Anyways, me being, like I said, he's way older than me. He's one of my older cousins. I'm sitting here talking to him. I, I mean, you got to show some type of respect. Hey, man, like, what the fuck happened to your leg or whatever? So I asked him just a quick question. Hey, what happened to your leg? And he told me, man, I had, to, I had to get surgery on my foot. I had to get the bunion removed and shit. So I'm like, all right, that's all I needed to hear. Hey, cuz. Hey, man, Um, yeah, take care of that, man. You shouldn't be riding around on a scooter, man. You need to go sit down and keep it elevated and, like, relax on it. Cause I'm pretty sure that's what the doctor told him to do anyway, but... He one of them hard-headed motherfuckers that just can't stay off his foot, obviously. So, like I said, it's raining right now. And I tell him, all right, um, yeah, man, just be safe on your foot, man. I'm about to, I, I run right into it. I'm about to get on this highway. Man, I got to hurry up and get on this highway back to Indy. So he said, yeah, 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 man, I, I hear you, cuz, man, yeah, for sure, man. But um, now let me show you the picture. And I'm like, 
Nigga, why would I want to see the picture of your foot, a bunion at that? Why, why would I want to see that? And on top of that, nigga, it's raining. I don't want to be standing out here while you doing this shit. I don't give a fuck about that. I just told you. I can see that your foot is fucked up. So best thing for you to do, get back to the crib, man. Go relax. Anyways, he's still talking. So at this point, I've been standing outside for three, four minutes. It was them three, four minutes felt like I was standing for 30 minutes. So I'm just telling him every time, they, yeah, yeah. No, because I don't want to see that, man. I don't want to see no surgery because I had surgery on my foot. I ain't like I don't like looking at my surgery because, I mean... I said I had I had three broken bones in the middle of my foot. Like it's not a disturbing picture, but what he's talking about, I'm like, dog, I don't want to see that shit. So, anyways, finally he get the ride now. I'll say, hey, yeah, I'm about to get up out of here because it's starting to rain too hard or whatever. So I just open my car door up and get in there. So I'm sitting there. I sit there for a couple seconds to see what he's gonna do next. To see if he's gonna stop in the crib or not. But anyway, he just he started riding down the street. And as he's riding down the street. I'm starting my car up. I'm about to pull off now. I'm going. My car is faced it, facing going the direction that he's riding already. So as I get the about to start the car up, I blink. And when I look back up, I just see the fucking scooter going down the street. And I see him fly up, like fall off like he fainted off that motherfucker. And I see his foot go flying in the air. So I'm like, oh, shit. Let me hurry up and get down here and get because... But then I snapped back in the rally like, nah, nigga, you just had me stand in the rain when I just got through telling you I didn't want to see your foot. So fuck that. I'm not about to ride down there and pick your ass up. So I pull into the OG uh, driveway. I turn around and go the other way. I'm like, man, fuck, I'm not about to ride down there and help you up. So I get like halfway down the street and I look back and I see him get, he jump back up on the scooter and ride off into the, to the moon, to the sunset. Like, ain't shit happen. So my question, what I'm trying to get at was, was I wrong for not going down there and helping out cuz from falling off the bike, I mean, off the scooter? Or was was it okay for me to drive off like the fuck I did? Because for one, like I said, you had me standing in the rain when I clearly said I had to go somewhere. So let me let me know what y'all think. Was, was I in the right or was I, was I wrong for riding off on big cuz? Just let me know what y'all think, man. I found that shit funny. Like, I told my mama about it, and she called me in tears crying about it because she she was up late. Like, mama don't even stay up that late, but she hit me up about 10, 11 o'clock at night talking about, man, I just, what, um, tell tell uh, grandma what happened with cuz, what, what what happened, why you um why you ride off on him like that and shit. So I broke it down to her, and like, like I said, it's just a, a funny situation, but I just want to know what, what the viewers think about it, like, would would you have helped somebody get up off the ground from um falling off a scooter after they just had surgery on their foot? Or would you have got the fuck on? Because like I said, I was clearly you was clearly wrong when I told your ass I was trying to get on the highway. And um it was raining. So yeah, let me know what y'all think, man. Just leave it in the comments. Let me know what y'all think about that that whole little situation. Um I'm I'm gonna wrap the podcast up. I just wanted to get into the last two segments and um this segment, the We Are Woke segment, I just wanted to speak on um, a new app that has been launched, and I want to say it's been out for a while. The the um, the the inventor Isaac Hayes uh, the third, if y'all know who Isaac Hayes is, a big musician back in the the early sixties seventies, I want to say he uh, a lot of rappers um, they sample all his music. He 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 made soul music. He made R and B. All he made all type of music. But um, his son Isaac Hayes III invented the app called Fanbase. And what Fanbase is is pretty much so how you know how like with TikTok, if you get on TikTok, I I don't have TikTok, but on there you can you could get you could log on, and there's videos that you can do that you can dance to, make new dances to, do challenges, whatever. And um, you just share it. And I don't know, like, I guess how you get paid for it is if you get like a million views and so they start paying you out or something. Anyways, with Fanbase, off top, just just to let y'all know, it's black. It's a black owned social media business, you know, so we don't have many of those. And I, I like to push that narrative like we got to get more social media businesses going that's black owned because like I said it's not that many. But um. 
Anyways, with fan base, basically what happens is you monetize your video. So every video that you post, you can monetize it. So all you have to do is get followers. You can set up your um, subscription to where people subscribe to you every week or um, every month for like, shit, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You can start it off at $5 and um, yeah, just start getting paid for your videos instead of posting videos on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and all that shit without getting paid. Like you could get paid from your first video. So that's just something for those that, that make a lot of videos, have a lot of um, content to make. Like if you're into short films, skits or whatever, post it, um, download fan base and um, start monetizing your videos and get paid for this because this this can be um, life-changing for a lot of people. So definitely look into um, doing that. Um, the last topic I had was the top five surprising upsets in sports. And the my top five, well, not even top five, um, some of them over the years would be um, this Boston and Brooklyn uh, 22 playoffs with the um, Brooklyn getting swept. That was one of the biggest upsets to me so far. Um, another would be the Lakers when they got swept back when they had Kobe Shaq, Karl Malone, and goddamn Gary Payne. We got swept by the Pistons in the, the finals. Uh, what else I had? Buster Douglas versus Mike Tyson when Buster Douglas knocked the fucking mouthpiece out of Tyson, almost knocked his ass off the ring. Uh, Tim Bradley versus Pac-Man. That was one of those fights I seen live. And um, Bradley clearly got outboxed the entire matchup, but they gave the win to him. And that was one of Pac-Man's first losses in like probably like five years or so. So that was a big upset. And the last one I had was um, Conor McGregor beating Jose Aldo in like 13 seconds. That was a big one. So, yeah, that's that's the um, top five surprising upsets in sports that I had. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up, man. If y'all haven't already, like, share, and subscribe to the, the YouTube channel, um, Facebook, what else, um, Apple, and Spotify. We Are Woke Podcast. You can catch me on all those platforms. Thank you for tuning in this week. Um, look forward to y'all. Um, let me know about um, my We Are Woke segment. No, not the We Are Woke. The based on a true story about my, my cousin's story or whatever. And um, yeah, let me know what y'all think. Get back at me. Um, like, share, subscribe to the channel. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm your host for the We Are Woke podcast, Demetrius. Thank you.